Alright, alright, okay, okay. What's up, everybody? Zelda Talks Facts here once again. Gonna spend some facts like always once again. This time I'm actually outside doing this episode because we got another trade to talk about right here. And this happened about, I would say, an hour ago, almost two hours ago. The New York Yankees have made a trade. A trade out of nowhere. The New York Yankees have traded for infielder Rufin Odor from the Texas Rangers. This trade is. Like I said, it took me by surprise. And obviously, Odor is not playing tonight. Obviously, he's not. Like, you know, of course, he's got to, you know, pass a physical or whatever and that kind of shit. Probably won't see him maybe to like, the Tampa series. I don't expect to see him tomorrow either, obviously. But uh, we'll see. This is an interesting move, to be honest, because we know Odor was, like, on the trade block. We know the Rangers were thinking of getting rid of him. I'm pretty surprised the Yankees took him on. Like, I'm still kind of surprised by it. I really am. Like, Odor... I mean, let's take a look at his stats right here, though. You know... I like, I'm just really surprised by it, though. That's just how I am. That's just how I feel about it. You know, Odor was... Well, he's only 27 years old. He's still very young, which is crazy. I thought he was a lot older than that. But you look at his stats. I mean, he batted 205... In 2019, he batted 167 last year. I mean, he did have 30 home runs in 2019 despite batting 205. Now, let's see. You look at his stats. Let's look at his whole, like, batting average stats. In 2014, he batted 259. 2015, he batted 261. In 2016, he batted 271. 2017, he had a down year batting 204. In 2018, he batted 253. In 2019, 205. And last year, 167. So, last two years, Eldor has been pretty bad. Despite, you know, having 40 home runs in the last two seasons. You know, last year was a shortened season. He had 10 home runs. And Odor has not been that great, to be honest. But when you think of it, though, it is good depth for the Yankees. It really is. Because it takes Tyler Wade out of the pitcher, it seems like. And I have, like, a theory. I have a theory they're trying to do this. They might be trying to take Jay Bruce's bat out of the lineup. Because Bruce, so far, he's been he's been okay so far. You know, that's what I'm feeling right here is they're going to put DJ at first. Because we know Voight's not coming back till next month. So I think what the plan is going to be, you know, is put Bruce on the bench. DJ's going to go to first for now. Odor plays second. Obviously, if Torres at short, you'll have Rochelle at third. Does that really fix anything? I mean, it kind of creates more of a problem in a way because LeMayu's not that great at first. We know Glaver's been terrible at short, you know. So far this year, he hasn't been that good at short. And just in general, he hasn't been good at short. It's not his position. You know, Boone kind of mentioned, like, Odor could play third here and there. Verschellen, like, needs a day off, basically. You know, if you want to read into it. And, of course, some people are going to panic. Like, oh, maybe Gio's hurt. No, I don't think that he's hurt. I think they would have said that by now. It just brings good depth to the Yankees. It does. And he's a lefty bat, you know. I'm not expecting him to come here and knock, you know, 30 home runs. He could hit a home run here and there. It's an interesting move, you know. We're going to the fifth game of the season. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. A lot of people on Yankees Twitter, from what I've seen, is that they don't like it. I'm not too, like, sold on it right now, but I'm not against it. It adds, you know, a piece. Is he a good piece? I'm going to say no right now because 
it's just due to like how he's you know batted the last two years. That's just how I feel. Like you know he hasn't been great the last two years. You know, so I don't know. This move, it's very, very interesting, obviously. It's really caught me off guard. It's caught us all off guard, to be honest. All of Yankees Twitter is, like, kind of confused. Like, okay, what does this mean? Like, does this mean we're going to not see Wade anymore? You know? So we really don't know what it means for the Yankees right now. We really don't know what it means. You know, I personally think it probably means that we're not going to see Wade because fuck Tyler Wade. Tyler Wade sucks ass, so it really doesn't matter about him at all. He can go, like, legit fuck himself. I really don't care about Tyler Wade. None of us care about Tyler Wade. Fuck, if only we could have included him in that trade, that would have been actually nice. But no, they took cash considerations and I believe a prospect or two that I've never even heard of, so... It's interesting, though. It really is. Like, I don't have really have the words for it right now. Because, like I'm saying, I'm really shocked. Because is Odor really a need for the Yankees? Well, he's better than Tyler Wade, obviously. He does hit home runs. He does hit home runs, though. And he's still young. He's only 27, like I said. I thought he was a lot older. I thought he was, like, in his 30s. But, no, he's only 27. I got to take a look at his contract. Like, how many, how many more years does he have? Because I can't see the Yankees taking on a big contract. I think Odor does have a big contract. Let me take a look real quick. Gotta take a look right here. So you take a look at Odor's contract. He's not a free agent until 2024. So he's making 12 million this year. I'm sure the Rangers are paying most of his salary. Because next year he's making 12 million, and then 2023 he's making 13 million, 13.5 million, and he's a free agent after the 2023 season. So the Yankees might have Odor for the next couple years, it seems like, because he's under contract till 2023. So the Yankees, this is something right here. I don't know, like this is something. This is kind of weird. I'm really like confused on what Cashman's doing. Because it's not like they put Odor on waivers. Or it's not or it's not like that. Not like that. Uh, it's not like they... Because um, then you were still taking on his contract. It's not like they bought him out and he became a free agent. And they expect him for the rest of the year. He's still got a couple years left. I got to tell uh, King MGJ that real quick. Because he probably thinks that Odor is on a contract just for the rest of the season. That's it. No, he's on a contract for two more years after this. And like I said, I know the Rangers are going to probably be paying... They're probably going to be paying most of his salary. So I don't think that's going to be a problem for the Yankees. But it's kind of like, do we really need Odor? Because he's just going to be riding the bench. See, this move, I don't know. This is a very weird move by Cashman. It's very weird to do right now. You could have probably waited a while. Like I said, I know Odor was on the trade block. Like I said, eight days ago, the Rangers are going to eat up his money. But they didn't do that. They traded him away. Because they're probably going to be still paying most of his salary. I don't think the Yankees are taking on his whole salary. I'm sure the Rangers had to come. I'm sure they had to come to an agreement where, like they said, the Rangers you got to pay most of his salary. It's kind of like how the Marlins, you know, are paying most of John Carl Stanton's salary. You know what I mean? But Odor's like, but he's not going to be a starter. He's not taking Urshela's spot. He's not taking Torres' spot. He's certainly not taking Lemayhu's spot. I mean, I know that he can't play first, so he's not going to take. Voight spot when Voight comes back so that's not going to happen so Odor there's really no room for him he's just going to be on the bench 
it legit really it really doesn't make any sense it really it feels weird doesn't that kind of feel weird though for the Yankees to take on a contract like that right now because like I said it's not like he's a free agent after this season that'd be a whole different story but okay he's like a rental for the rest of the year or door could be nice for the rest of the year but you're dealing with him for the next two years after this maybe it's an experiment maybe it's like, okay maybe if he plays good for us this year, maybe we can use him as trade bait or whatever. Maybe we can actually keep him on for two more years. I, I don't know. I'm a little bit confused. I know I said that a few times. I'm just saying, like, I actually legit am. I'm not just saying it because I'm just saying it. Like, I legit am confused. Like, why did we get Odor? I don't... I really don't know. It doesn't seem to make sense. I mean, unless if somebody's seriously hurt, but actually nobody is, though. Nobody's seriously hurt because LeMayu's playing tonight. Urshel is playing tonight. Torres is playing tonight. Bruce is playing first. So, it... So... See, I just can't, like, wrap it around my mind. So, we'll have to see what happens tomorrow. I'm sure they'll make an official roster move. Maybe send way down to AAA or the alternate site. Whatever they're doing. So, I'm kind of like... I, I just... I really don't know, guys. I'm, I'm, like, legit, like, struggling with the words right here. It's different from, like, you know, the Sam Darnold trade we talked about this morning because it's just different. We knew the Jets were, you know, were, and we know the Jets are going to get a quarterback, obviously, in the draft this year, so they had to do something with Darnold. So that was expected for him to get traded pretty soon. But with this trade, with the Yankees getting out door, I mean, I don't know. It's weird. It's just, it's weird. I don't know what the Yankees get out of this. We could say, well, they get a good bat. I mean, Odor hasn't been a good bat since 2018. You look at his stats. I mean, yeah, like I said, he did hit 30 home runs in 2019, but he batted 205. I mean, come on. And he batted 167 last year, but granted, you know, last year was a rough year for everybody, so I'm not going to use last year against him. But still, I don't know. It's And I see a lot of Yankees tours against it. I'm not sold on it. I, I sound like I'm against it, but I'm really not. I'm always open to see, like, how this works out. But I really don't know, guys. I'm kind of confused by it. I really am. Maybe they're going to release Bruce? I mean, but Bruce hasn't... Bruce is just getting started. I don't know. Maybe they're going to do that. Maybe they're going to put DJ at first temporarily and put Odor at second. Maybe that's what they're going to do, like I mentioned. But I mentioned, like, releasing Bruce. That's only, like... That's, like, only a realistic option right now. Maybe they're going to release Bruce. Maybe they're going to do that. Why couldn't they just take on Aaron Hicks' contract, Texas? Why couldn't we trade Hicks to Texas? Fuck Aaron Hicks. Like, legit. And I'll, I'll give a few of my thoughts so far on the Yankee seasons, okay? So, they're 2-2 two and two so far. It's not, no need to panic. But that Aaron Hicks contract is going to kill the Yankees. Because he's got four years after this, and he's owed $40 million. <clears throat> he's owed $40 million for the rest of the way. So, he's getting $10 million a year. So, you could say, oh, but that's not that bad. Yeah, but when you have a guy, when you have a guy in the three-hole who's not doing anything, he's batting like 60, he's batting 0 so far, he hasn't done shit. He's like, but it's only the first four games. Yeah, but here's the thing, with Hicks, you know, if he could stay healthy on the field, you know, God bless him, he's a great center fielder. I'm not taking that away from him. He's one of the best center fielders in the game. He absolutely is. But that contract right there is going to haunt the Yankees. It absolutely is, because Hicks... He's striking out a lot. I mean, yeah, he gets on base a lot when he, you know, he, he walks a lot. He's not hitting the ball, though. He's not. He doesn't look comfortable with the plate. So far, he just doesn't. You know, last year, he didn't look comfortable with the plate. Well, again, well, I can't take that. I can't use 
last year against them. I already said I wasn't going to do that with anybody. You know, but 2019, you look at you look at Hicks, though. You know, he has really never been healthy since he's been on the team so far. He's never been healthy so far. Sorry, like, somebody walked past me. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just in the back of my building. I usually get, like, when people walk past me when I'm doing the episode. So sorry about that. But Hicks, you know... Since he's been with the Yankees since 2016, he's been, you know, he's had trouble staying on the field. Now, 2018, I could say, was his best year. That's the reason why he got the contract extension, because he had a really good 2018. That's the reason why they gave him that extension. It's because he had an amazing 2018 season. I'm not taking that away from him. But since then, you know, they gave him that contract extension in February 2019 during spring training. And didn't he get hurt? Like, he got hurt in spring training. We didn't see him until, like, May. And then he was on and off with injuries, on and off and on and off. And then he hurt his shoulder in August. And he was out to the playoffs. You know, we saw him come back into Houston. He had a huge home run off Verlander. That was that was something that kept our season alive against Houston. So that was maybe, well, not really a signature moment as a Yankee. You can, you, you can argue his signature moment was making that diving catch against the Twins back in 2019. That was, that was something. That was a great game, by the way, too. Probably one of the best games I've ever witnessed. When I wasn't there, but, you know, watch, I should have said. Like, watch on TV. <laughs> but um, 2020, I mean, yeah, Hicks was healthy. He was healthy last year. I give him that. But he battled, like, what, like, two, well, again, okay, let me not be a hypocrite. Let me not be a hypocrite. Because, like I said, 2020 was rough for everybody, so it's whatever. But so far, he's just done nothing. I'm not expecting him to go out there and hit a home run every game or fucking get a hit every game. I'm not expecting that. I'm not saying that. But he's just like, he feels like he's useless at the plate. And I don't think a good solution is having Gardner bat third. I mean, I love Brett Gardner. I know a lot of people, a lot of people I know on Yankees Twitter hate Brett Gardner. I love Brett Gardner. You know, like, you know, one person saying, like, Brett Gardner's never done anything in his whole career. I'm like, um, whatever. Okay, so you just can't, like, whatever. Like, I guess we're just going to forget about game five against Cleveland where Gardner, you know, battled Cody Allen. You know, that big two-run hit right there that sealed the game for us. But I digress. It's whatever. He's just, he's never done anything. He's never done anything for the Yankees. Like, nah, nah. He's useless. Whatever. Eh, fuck him. Right? Mm-hmm. Fucking idiots. I swear to God. I just can't stand people like that. I just say stupid shit. I mean, I don't know people do it for attention or... See, like, when I'm talking about sports, I can't say stupid shit. Because I don't want to sound like I don't have a brain like half these people on fucking television. Like Brandon Marshall talking about... The whole guaranteed contracts thing with the NBA, like how NBA players get guaranteed contracts, which is not even true. Because he's just spewing some bullshit. It's probably, it's probably the CTE kicking in. It, it's sad, but what are you going to do? It is what it is. You know, can't, can't help uh, say a case like that. Um, or like Stephen A, when he says stupid shit, or Kellerman, or Kendrick Perkins. You know, like Nick Wright. Oh, don't get me started on him. I fucking hate that guy. You know, it's like, I can't I can't see that going on TV and just saying stupid shit. You gotta have, like, knowledge. Half these people on TV have no type of knowledge. You know, I can say people that do have knowledge, well, one is Frank Isola. Love that guy. He's got great sports knowledge. He's not biased at all. Who else? Um, there's a few other people right there that I'm just not thinking of. Um, I can say Sarah Spain. She's definitely got a lot of sports knowledge. She's... She's definitely up there. She's a very smart woman. She knows what she's talking about. She's up there. Um, hmm. 
there's a few other people I just can't think of right now that don't, you know, not a lot of people coming up to my mind right now. But I'm just saying, like, when you're on TV, you know, don't be stupid. You know what I mean? Well, they're probably getting paid to say stupid shit. I would say you can't pay, you couldn't pay me a billion dollars to say stupid shit on TV. Because I don't want to look like a bozo in front of everybody. That's just how I am. I would have to fucking, <laughs> you gotta speak the truth. That's all it is. You gotta know what you're talking about. Like, seriously. Like, Ryan Hollins, that fucking goof. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. That guy was terrible on fucking first take when Stephen A wasn't there. And, I mean, I don't like Stephen A, but... God, I'd take him over Ryan Hollins any day. Jesus Christ. Oh, oy vey. That's just how I feel about that. Oh, my God. But, now, back to, you know, old door now. I know this is going to be, like, a fucking three-part episode, basically, talk about Aaron Hicks and fucking Odor and fucking people on TV saying stupid shit. Oh, my God. See how I go off? I swear to God. People say stupid shit on Twitter and social media. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if people do it for attention or if they just actually don't know what they're talking about, if they're just doing it to troll. You know, I, I can never troll. I can never do that. Because, one, I would never be good at it. And, two, I feel like if I say something stupid on, like, social media, I'm like, that's not who, that's not who I am. I can't say something stupid. You know what I mean? Just can't do it. And I'll admit, I have said stupid shit on social media, and I've learned from saying stupid shit on there. That's the worst place to say stupid shit. You can say stupid shit in person, it's whatever, but you say it on social media, it's a whole different story. Everybody thinks you're a dumbass then. You know, and I, I've regretted, you know, a lot of stuff I said on there. Like, you know, I said, like, you know, trade, you know, trade, like, the wrong people, basically. You know, when the best player on the team, I said, like, oh, trade him, get rid of him. And people have gotten, like, fucking ratioed like crazy, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> but back to the Odor trade, like I said, it's it's a very weird trade. It's a very, very weird trade. Just don't know how it makes sense. I don't know how he really fits, unless if it means they're getting rid of Tyler Way, whether they're dfa him or sending him to AAA or just send him to single A, whatever the fuck, or send him to the fucking Sandlot and fucking get some reps. To be honest, but um, really don't know. I really don't know how this trade is going to work. I actually really don't know, guys. I legit have like really like no final thoughts on it. To be honest, I'm just like, all right. I mean, it's a piece, but like I said, is it a good piece or is it a piece that's just not going to work? You know, is it going to turn out to be like a Chris Carter, Kendrys Morales type of piece where they're dog shit, basically? Not like where it's like a gem where it's like, you know, or an Urshela type. Like that type of gem. You know what I mean? I just don't know. I'm not gonna say Odor's washed. It's not his, if it was in his thirties, I would say may I would say maybe or maybe yeah. I mean I don't know, but he's still young. He's only seven years older than me. We'll see how it turns out. I don't know. I'm, very, I'm still confused why we got him. I don't know, guys. This is going to be interesting. I mean, unless maybe Voight's out long-term. Maybe that's what they're going to do. Maybe they're going to move DJ permanently to first until Voight comes back. But they said Voight's come back in May, you know. We'll see how his rehab goes. Hopefully it goes well so we can have Voight come back and mash balls, you know, next month. Hopefully. Fucking miss the guy. Voight's a huge piece in the Yankees lineup. I swear, I feel, like, I feel like it's a different team when Voight's not in that lineup, to be honest. It really feels like it's a different team when he's not playing. Because he brings that energy, you know. He's got that fire in him. Like, he loves the game. 
when he's not playing, it feels a whole lot different. I feel like the Yankees play harder when he's in the lineup. That's just how I feel. But all right, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. This is the last episode of the day, obviously, right here. We're not going to do another one. Even if a trade comes out, I will talk about it tomorrow. I'm not going to do another one. But um, I will talk to you guys. If nothing else comes up, I'll officially talk to you guys on Thursday with my AEW Dynamite review. It was just announced that Mike Tyson is going to be on Dynamite tomorrow. I'll get my quick thoughts on that before, before we end it. I think it's um, interesting. We haven't seen Mike Tyson on AEW programming since last year when he showed up after Double or Nothing and he confronted Chris Jericho in the inner circle and they left off from there. So, well, I don't think he's going to confront Jericho tomorrow because it doesn't make sense. Jericho's in a feud with MJF unless MJF brings in and he brings in Tyson as like a special enforcer, maybe like protection. I, I don't know. They could do something like that. I don't know what they're going to do with Tyson. And people see, this is funny though. People are saying like, oh, AEW should have counter program NXT. But NXT's done that multiple times. Look how AEW had Fighter Fest in July and NXT had a counter with the uh, Great American Bash. So that's like, that's not countering right there. I'm just saying. Just saying. And then already said, like Jericho said, like that Tony Khan said that TNT doesn't want like surprise appearances. Like if somebody if somebody's gonna show up on the show, it's just gotta happen. They gotta announce it. Like how they announced Paul White signed with AEW. It wasn't a surprise. They say signed. They didn't like the whole Sting thing right there. Like if Sting was advertised, yeah. But then that ruins a huge surprise right there with Sting. I guess pay per views they don't care about. It's like with Christian Cage. You know, like, AEW's not going to come out and say, oh, yeah, we signed Christian Cage before the pay-per-view. They're not going to do that. Pay-per-views are different. Pay-per-views are different. So, we're going to see surprise appearances. So, I guess they didn't like the surprise appearance of Kenta, too. That makes sense, yeah. Uh, it is what it is, though. That's how TNT is. That's how they're going to do it. That's how they're going to do business. But it's whatever, though. We'll see, how, we'll see what Tyson does tomorrow. I'll definitely review that for you guys on Thursday and we'll see how Dynamite is it's the last time we're going to see Dynamite and NXT go up against each other on Wednesday it's about time Dynamite gets to be there on their own Wednesday nights Wednesday nights belong to the Elite and NXT will go on Tuesdays maybe I'll start watching NXT I don't know maybe I don't know we'll see probably not most likely not I wouldn't hold my breath on that one but my final thoughts on the Odor trade I will give, I will give final thoughts it's a weird move, but we'll see what happens. You know, to Odor, welcome to the Yankees. You know, it's going to be interesting, interesting to see you in pinstripes. You know, he's got to shave his beard and everything, which I believe is still a stupid rule by the Yankees. But it is what it is. Policy is tradition. It's how it is. It's how it is. It's just whatever, though. It makes us different. It makes us different from every other ball club. That's how it is, though. But Odor, I wish you the best of luck. Welcome to the Yankees. Hopefully you do great. Hopefully you do great things for this team. Hopefully you can shut up the people on fucking social media complaining. That's always the best thing. That's always the best thing. But all right, guys, barring any news that happens, I will talk to you guys Thursday afternoon with my A-E-W Dynamite Review. Talk to you guys then. Have a great night.